Alex is without her Mitch. Who is Mitch's replacement? And Bradley Jackson is on the rise in many ways. You just tuned into the premiere of the morning show. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, with the buzz. <laughs> okay. Okay, there we go. The little beat drop, the little instrumentals beginning. Okay. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. We're fans. Hey guys, welcome to the morning show, the beautiful panel for the morning show. We're going to get straight into. It. We have all of our topics. We have our news and gossip in our special segment. But before we get into all of that, I'm going to introduce our panel. So I'll be your lead host. I'm Sierra Stafford. And to the left of me, I have Simone Thomas. Now, if you don't know Simone, she works for InStyle Magazine. I do. So tell us about that. Yeah. <laughs> so I am um, a, a reporter. For, well, I'm an editorial coordinator at InStyle, but I also report stories and mm-hmm. I'm able to do event coverage and really cool stuff. So okay. it's a fun job. Okay. That, yeah. sounds, that sounds pretty fun. Yeah. And then to the left of Simone, we have Miss Bunny Burke. Hi. So hi, girl. So fun fact. So if you don't know the show already, Jennifer Anderson, she is a part of the show. And fun fact, you actually get the same your hair done by the same hairstylist do. she does. <laughs> I do. Chris McMillan cuts both of our hair. Wow. Wow. How did you amazing. figure that out? Because he he does the show. He does her hair on the oh, show. Okay. He at the time when he gave me my last haircut, he was working on the show. Wow. Oh. And you're probably like, what the heck? So did he do that, ca- that yeah, cut now? Yeah, cut. Oh, it looks this good. Is, this is the grown-out version of it, but yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. Okay, so that's our panel. And we will have Keith. He will be joining us next week. So uh, just stay tuned. But we're all here. We're all journalists. So this yes. show, um, if you haven't seen the show already, you know it's based off them being a big-time news company in New York. And we all come from a very journalist background. So I know watching the show, we could probably relate to a lot of things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so over Overall, though, what were your overall thoughts on the show when you first started watching? I'll start with you, Bunny. I liked it. Uh-huh. I thought the acting was great. I th- I'm interested to see what happens mm-hmm. because the characters felt kind of polarizing, mm-hmm. and so I'm interested to see what those dynamics are as the mm-hmm. show continues. Okay. Well, you, Simone. I liked seeing that they brought morning news to television. Like, mm-hmm. we get so many shows about working at a magazine. Like, that's typically, like, the forefront or, like, the most... I feel like attention when it comes to journalism jobs is like magazine jobs, but it's nice that we're getting like TV news jobs and we can all relate to that. Um, And I think uh, the casting was really good. Um, Reese Witherspoon is just incredible. (laughs) Like every time she just knows how to bring the energy and the passion. So I really enjoy the casting and just the focus of the show. No, I definitely agree. Um, when I initially saw the cast of the show, I was like, oh, it's going to be great. And I was telling Bunny um, off camera, like, you know, it was, it's good actors, but let's hope that the show exactly. can mm-hmm. meet up to it. So they first episode, they started off very strong. Um, we got a lot of juiciness in the first episode. So um, at first, we know that Alex and Mitch, so they're the top anchors for the um, for the new station in New York. And Mitch has just got fired. Mm. Um, he got fired for sexual misconduct so he did confess that you know he didn't rape anyone or it wasn't anything of that nature but he did admit that you know he was he had consensual uh consensual intercourse uh with some of the assistants and the pas there so um really fast before we dive into everything that's going on with them um do you guys believe do we believe mitch do we believe mitch's story no, i <laughs> just based on his demeanor as 
a man and as an, an employee, he just seems entitled and belligerent. Like, he smashed the TV. I mean, granted, he's upset, but I don't trust someone who clearly they did a thorough investigation. They didn't just come out the woodwork and plant this on him. Like, they are journalists. Like, it's a journalistic entity, so they have to themselves be thorough and correct. So he's going to say whatever he needs to do to put himself in the best light. Um, so um, you... You, I wouldn't just believe everything he's saying. Like he's not gonna just admit it to make himself look bad. Okay, so you, so you think it wasn't consensual? Um. Well, I would just be cautious okay. because he. There's so many other more stories that are also involved, and um, sexual harassment is something that's really sensitive. And mm-hmm. when someone comes forth, um, I think you should take that seriously and not deny or dismiss their stories and clearly he was the person who was the like aggressor or like the one who was inappropriate mm-hmm. um and so I'm not going to trust someone who clearly didn't know how to act correctly from the beginning um I'm going to need the facts and hear everything else before I say he's telling the truth okay well, yeah. I thought it was cool that that was kind of how they brought up this sexual misconduct yeah was that it wasn't necessarily that he was raping someone that it was that it was like that kind of egregious assault but that it was the power play yeah because that's mm-hmm. just as harmful yeah as the kind of like assault yeah. that we imagine as being something that's really harmful to women, it's that he he's the he has the power in the relationship, yeah. Yeah. and that's a different dynamic, and that has people behaving differently yeah. than they would if he was if he was their equal in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I thought it was cool that that was how they tried to broach play it out. Yeah. the topic. Yeah, it yeah. makes it more complicated, mm-hmm. and it also makes yeah. it more true. You know, because in real world, you know, you know, we don't know what goes on in regular news stations, but in just any job field, you hear about stuff like this or the superior yeah. trying to, you know, take advantage of the people like that. So yeah. I do like how that they connect the real world mm-hmm. issues to this as well. So yeah. that is cool too. But the interesting part about this too, he's married. Mm. Oof. and yeah. so that was kind of like and if we saw the first scene you know he's in the, he's in his home you know he's watching the morning show and Alex is telling the world you know what just happened and his wife is just in the background mm-hmm. and I'm just like wait who's this lady uh, I know watching uh, her I thought is that an assistant is that exactly. a, what's her role and I was waiting as he was mm-hmm. ranting and his hands were up mm-hmm. I was waiting to see if there was going to be a wedding ring <laughs> and then it <laughs> just shimmered it. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, but yeah but we saw the next scene you know she he was like, hey, I'm going to get the kids. We're going to the Hamptons, yeah. and I want a divorce. Yeah. So I was like, wow, you're the wife. I love mm-hmm. how like, <laughs> yeah. quick she was about it. Like It yeah, was so it was emotionless. So she didn't even get really intense. She's like, here, this is what it is. I'm doing this. Yeah. You've been a terrible husband. I'm leaving. Bye. No, she, sa- she said something like, I don't even really like you that much anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like it almost as if she'd been knowing the cheating was going on, that type of yeah, thing. Probably. But let's see who wasn't surprised or who was hurt, but who kind of believes him. I think Alex do believe that he's innocent. And, you, you know, just. So? Well, yeah, I mean. Alex. Okay, his co-host, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the co-host. So, I mean, okay, think about it. So, her whole idea was, okay, I want to approach this how I want to approach it. So, she tells, you know, the head of the um, the head of the company, like, you know, I want to be sincere with our followers. I want them to be genuine. I want to feel the emotion with them. And, you know, so she basically hit on, you know, I want to protect the women, you know, if they were wrong or whatever, I want to help them out too. But I also want to show some sympathy to my co-host that I thought I knew, that I thought I loved, that I hope he didn't do none of this that they're saying. 
So it's kind of putting me in the position of like, she doesn't want to believe it. You know, yeah. and we know she distraught. I mean, that's her 15 years. You know, they were working alongside each other. That's a long time. She called her, she called him her work husband, too. Yeah, work husband, you know, America's Bay or whatever, America's couple. <laughs> Morning Bay. <laughs> Morning Bay, there we go. <laughs> so, um, do we feel like, you know, how she delivered it to the world? Do we feel like that was a good way for her to deliver it out that way? Yeah, I think she did it w- with much poise in class like I don't think she was showing too too like too much of a bias with either side um and so when her when she had the meeting with her team later that night I understood why she got upset because she was like I showed my support for the woman I wasn't victim blaming or anything like that yet I also was very strategic about how I cited not cited with Mitch but like just acknowledging the fact that we've worked together and we've had a relationship. So I think she was very neutral um, all around. I don't. I think it was a great delivery. Okay. Part of me yeah. wondered as the episode went on, why was she so upset? Was mm. she upset because she hadn't been brought into those meetings prior to mm-hmm. it going public? Mm. Was that the real hurt? Was the real hurt that she already felt like she was on uneven ground and then all of a sudden there were secret conversations happening behind closed doors that she wasn't privy to yeah. that directly impacted her job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like because she she slept with him. I was just about she to say knew, that. I was right? Say she that. <laughs> knew that he was not number one faithful to his wife. Mm-mm. We knew that we know that she knew that there were things going on right. with other staff. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. And she so told him. part of it was to part of it that I saw it as was oh, part of this anger that and this sadness and this rage and whatever other emotions were going into this this like monologue that she was giving, yeah. I think partially was because she had the rug pulled out from underneath her. Mm. So you think she Do you just... know what I mean? Like professionally, she was mad. So... Less 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 angry because of what he did, more angry because she wasn't in the room mm. making the decision about how it went public. But is that do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, but then again, how would that benefit her? You know, because yeah. either way, I mean, without her, without him, she's screwed. And where they got out or not, it was she would be screwed. So I think it's she, like, I think she took it personally, right? That mm-hmm. she wasn't included in the conversations because everyone else who was a higher up had been sitting into those conversations because they'd been they had been doing all of their yeah. back work on it for weeks. Is that? Is it necessary for her to be in a conversation like that, though? I, mean, I don't know. Unless- I mean, she was pretty upset because she was like, you know, how this is my co-host. I should mm-hmm. know everything that's mm-hmm. going on around him, especially yeah. if he's about to lose his freaking job. Yeah. Right. So I think it was a matter of the the topic. I mean, if someone been fired your co-host, I should be the first person to know that. So right. I think it was because of what the reason was, not the fact that, oh, we're just talking behind your back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was that on top of, like you mentioned, he, he even he even said, um, you know, we you did hop on me twice so you know is this because you miss me personally Mm -hmm. so it could be it could i do agree with that it could be a mixture of those two things but that's kind of crazy because it's kind of like okay you're mad at him you're over here bashing him about you know you've been so stupid you sleep with these assistants but you're sleeping with me too yeah so it's kind of like right it's interesting it's (laughs) interesting that she brought that up because then that kind of changes that power dynamic yeah right like the the issue is the power and when these two equals are having a consensual mm-hmm. relationship, it's a very different dynamic. dynamic. Yeah, mm-hmm. Not necessarily that there isn't a policy at work that says you can't sleep with your yeah. coworkers. That might very well be there, Oof. and it wouldn't change the fact. <laughs> but as far as that power dynamic goes, 
Okay. That's tricky. That is tricky. tricky. Well, what else is tricky is who will replace Mitch? So, um, we got introduced to Fred and Corey. So, um, so Corey is the VP of the network or the president of the network. And I think Fred is like, works alongside him yeah, closely. So, um, okay. First initial reaction for re- uh, initial vibe I got from them. They were a little suspicious. Um, they gave yeah. me the kind of, you know, we're going to talk to her, give her what she wants to hear, but we're going to still go behind her back yeah. and do it our way because we're the boss. So, um, if we got that vibe and we were right because Corey wants to replace Alex. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, we we're going to get into who the replacement is, but um, I don't like how they played this out. So we get the whole thing of okay, Mitch is gone now. We obviously have to have someone to fill in, yeah. but then we got the vibe of well, we really been want to get rid mm-hmm. of you guys. So what narrative are you guys going with? Do you believe that they really wanted to let her go, or now it's like like he said, you know, they're a, a dynamic duo. She's like the widow now. Mm-hmm. So without Mitch, there's really no Alex. Yeah. Do we really believe that, or is it just a whole new shift? We just want to get rid of them both and just start fresh. I I kind of felt like there was a when things. If they, those two in particular felt very Hollywood politics. Yeah, the way they talk, like the way, the the way they look, yeah. their and hair. No, seriously, all of it. Yeah. it was Hollywood politics. And so, part of me felt like, okay, if their ratings were declining and they wanted to get rid of both of them anyway, it's a lot easier to let those allegations sit visible. And to act on them. Yeah. Whereas if their ratings are up, people love them, yeah. they're making tons of money, those allegations might not come forward. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there might be non-disclosure agreements signed and money given to some people and no one knows about it. That was true. So I kind of felt like, and I guess we'll find out as the season goes on, but to me it felt it felt like a strategic Hollywood move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sitting there watching it, I can definitely... It's just crazy because it's so episode, I'm like, I feel like I can see this happening in all in real life. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. it's, it was all just clicking like, dang, this I mean, is... It's definitely pulled from real life events. Yeah. I mean, that's not no secret. <laughs> yeah. True. Um, but, yeah. Okay. So, um, so like we said, so we got the vibe that Corey, you know, he's acting suspicious. We get this whole thing. So, in the midst of all this going on, we get we get introduced to Bradley Jackson. So, Bradley Jackson, she's a reporter in Virginia, you know, at a smaller station. And she goes to this protest. Um, it gets very hectic. Her cameraman gets pushed down, and she's, like, not having it. So, she basically, like, goes off on the man, you know, telling her side, giving her facts, just doing the right thing, showing justice, speaking up for the people. And it goes viral. You know, social media is a big thing nowadays. If it gets caught, it's getting posted on the internet. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the midst of all that, her her going crazy gets her this big fame. And now Corey sees it. So, we have a feeling that obviously Bradley will be, you know, the new replacement. You know, they invite her to come on the show to talk about her interview. Now, initially, Alex is not here for her. Mm-mm. So it's kind of like before we can even sense the vibe of like, you know, she could be a replacement. She's already like hating her in a sense. <laughs> do you do you guys have a thought of why she's already like giving her a hard time? I was so surprised because Bradley came off as the alpha female to me. Um, like she seemed more aggressive and intense. And then um, Alex, I mean, just didn't seem as comparable. So when she yeah. was being... A little disrespectful, not a little like not <laughs> a, a lot little of disrespect. disrespectful to her. I was caught off guard, but then I have to remember it was coming from an emotional s- s- place because she knows or she probably feels that they're trying to replace her, and then also 
she's in the midst of all this chaos. Her co-host just got fired because of these allegations. And so um, was it uncalled for? Yeah, just because there's a way to be professional and in front of millions of people watching, like you can completely conceal that and just leave that at home and not bring it to your job. Yeah. And it also, I thought, really made visible how unfortunate not supporting other women Mm -hmm. looks. Yeah. Yeah. Especially amongst the dynamic of us seeing that the what happens when a male abuses his power and then we see a woman who's his equal also mm-hmm. in a sense abusing mm-hmm. her power so it was yeah. it was like an interesting but that's coming from insecurity totally yeah. not a power yes. play it's yes. her feeling threatened and so that's her oh, way totally. of asserting her power is it's coming from you know feeling it's like, less than yes, I definitely totally. agree with that because even watching the video you know they were both preparing for the interview and her watching the video she was like I feel like this was all set up you know uh-huh. she just wanted to be recorded for yeah. this type of thing oh totally now granted it's a lot of things that go on in the real world we're like who set this up yeah mm-hmm. or who forces but in this case we know that this was genuine like yeah. she was really speaking from the heart she was really trying to let him know like this is not cool mm-hmm. like yeah. forget the camera or forget anybody I'm a real journalist that wants to tell the real hardcore truth and i think that's her whole message this whole time even when alex was coming for her she switched the narrative it was like no this is what i'm trying to do Mm -hmm. like you Mm -hmm. you know i want to be honest that's what she said yeah i want to be honest so i feel like that kind of poked alex button too but like you said i feel like it's insecurity because you don't even know her you just saw the video she uh she was invited out you know she didn't come say hey bring me on the show (laughs) you know your people contacted her so it's kind of like I feel like she 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 probably does know they're about to ruffle her feathers, but mm-hmm. I feel like I want to see how this will play out though. Yeah, a little bit more. We yes. kind of got a sneak peek of it all, but mm-hmm. um, we did. And then on top of that, um, what else do we have? So oh, so going back uh, to Bradley. So Bradley actually quits um her mm-hmm. reporter job. So I don't know if they knew this prior to you know calling her back, but I think it's kind of funny how they did that. Like, she quits this job because, you know, they don't care for her truth, her empathy. And then you have this big news station that's saying, we want that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Alex pitches that, you know, I want to give the world the true story. I want to show them, you know, to tell the true meaning of Mitch. And then they get another girl that does that, and they praise her and bash Alex. Ah, interesting. So it's, I just feel like it's a lot, like you said, Hollywood politics. Mm-hmm. They just want to switch it up and do something different. So I don't know if I genuinely, I don't know if I like Corey. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if I like Corey just yet. No. No, he didn't seem like a likable character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to like him. And I think this is just the start, though. I feel like he's just beginning to stir mm-hmm. the pie. I feel like the way they're going to try to push Alex out is going to be messy. I feel like they're going to make Bradley look like she's a part of it. What are you guys thinking about this whole narrative? I, Corey <laughs> is, like you said, ho- like I love that term, Hollywood politics. Um, but he just strikes me as the man who is only looking out for himself and he will instigate and make sure things work out in his favor and if that means pitting two women against each other for something to explode then so be it yeah as long as like he comes out looking good and he did his job and he gets praise he's fine well and all the better for it yeah you know what i mean it's like the more they self-implode 
the better off he is. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, they did it. And yeah. if you just watch his whole demeanor when the, during the interview, when they were all just watching and watching Bradley and looking at her, like it was like they were starstruck. Like, and he was plotting on her, and then when he gave her the call, like I'm here to talk about your future, mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. like, my what? Yeah, you know, like, huh? So you can tell that she's just really like being herself. Like, uh-huh. and I feel like that's what makes me. I think she's gonna be my favorite. I just love her, she's Bradley. Raw. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. she's raw. And she's what. I feel like in real life, what we want people to know what a journalist is. You know, we get the term fake news a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's fake news, fake news. But there's actually people that want to tell the truth, but their station hinders them. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I want to mention, because we can kind of relate to this. um, She said, we reporters want to get in, want to get in there and tell the whole story. She said, people want more, people want more transparency in journalism. And I think that's true in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A lot of things can become all fake or, you know, we have to we can't be emotional because we're journalists exactly. or we can't be biased or this type of thing, which I, I, I agree to a certain extent because depend on the story. But I feel like journalism, storytelling is meant to be the truth. It's meant to whatever it is, good or bad, raw, uncut, tell it. Mm-hmm. And I think and I'm glad that this show is going to show that. And yeah. I and I really hope that Bradley, you know, <laughs> give us all of that. Yeah. Any last thoughts on that? Um, no, I I think uh, Reese Witherspoon was the perfect person to play this character mm-hmm. um, because it makes me think back to her role in Big Little Lies, and she's very fiery, so and she's fiery. not afraid to <laughs> say how she feels. And I think as a journalist, that's very important is to speak those, like bring up the elephant in the room yeah. and make those who are trying to suppress the truth uncomfortable so they can reveal what everyone deserves to know. And I think she has the perfect temperament and, like, the acting abilities to bring that out in the character. So um, I, like you, like you said, Bradley is probably one of my favorite characters thus far. Okay. <laughs> you yes. like Bradley? No, no, oh, I'm agreeing. Like, well, no, 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 I was agreeing, <laughs> completely agreeing. No, I thought it was perfect casting. I thought she yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So um, that was just uh, some of the first episode. Like I said, we got a lot of... It was mainly just surrounded by Bradley, you know, coming in and what's going to happen between Alex and Mitch. So let's just get straight into our news and gossip, and Bunny will have that for us. After Buzz TV News. Okay, guys. <laughs> this is breaking news. <laughs> this, is, this is a much lighter news than the actual news show we just watched. So, Kim Kardashian this last week posted her legally blonde-inspired Halloween costume, and Reese Witherspoon had something to say about so it. So, Reese Witherspoon was talking to people, and she said she loved it. She quote, She's quoted as saying, she actually wrote me, so Kim wrote to Reese Witherspoon and said, I'm gonna do it. And I was like, go for it. It turned out great. She did a great job. So you can kind of see these the spoofs that Kim Kardashian did of Reese Witherspoon and Legally Blonde. She was actually one of my favorite celebrity it costumes. Was good. It was fantastic. That was awesome. And it was perfect. The whole if you guys um if you go on Kim Kardashian's page, you can actually watch the actual video yes. and see how she she's did. She's got it. her Harvard application up. Yes. It's fantastic. It was and great. It's parallel to her life because she's actually in law, law school. school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, she's someone that people wouldn't look at as take a stereotypical lawyer yeah. and they didn't take uh, uh, Elle Woods seriously in uh, that movie as well so it was perfect yeah, I love the correlation it. and we just love Reese yes. <laughs> okay we just yeah, love Reese with us. <laughs> yes give us all the gems okay and that's our fun news and gossip that's it so for our special segment so we're gonna have something called real or fake news and Simone yes. was gonna bring us all of that 
Yes, yeah, so real or fake news, I mean, it's very fitting. This is a new <laughs> show about the hard-hitting facts of journalism. So every week, we're going to, uh, or I'm going to give you three facts, um, and you're going to have to figure out which one is actually the lie, which one's Ooh. the fake news. Oh, okay. Or alternative facts, if you want to. I like it, I like it. Like that. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start with the first question. Okay. Um, uh, okay, so in Australia, this show is called Morning War- Morning Wars, um, and then this is inspired by a tell-all expose from in- journalists in the industry. Which one is the lie and which one is the truth? Wait, read them one more time. Okay. In Australia, the show is called Morning Wars, and then the show is inspired by tell-alls from different journalists in the industry, and then obviously... Um, it's a little bit of fantasy, but it's, you know, people, um, it's based off people who are journalists who've contributed and given their um, experiences to help the script. So we're trying to say which one is, which one's the lie? One of one of them is not true. I'm going to go with Australia. Australia. I think they have the same name everywhere, especially in English speaking countries. Okay. That's my guess. Makes sense. I don't know, so I'm going to go with you. <laughs> I'm going to go funny because I'm like, I don't know. So, um... That's actually true. Okay. The lie is so when I said true. it's inspired. <laughs> um, wait, the, the I'm sorry. The morning wars is true. That's not a lie. Oh, it's okay. really called yeah, morning it's called wars? morning wars, or it's called morning the morning show. But um, they call it the morning wars in um, Australia, which is interesting because they do speak English, right? Um, but the lie hmm. was I said it was inspired from like different journalists giving their opinions. It's actually inspired on Brian Stelter's book, Top of the Morning, Inside the Cutthroat World of Morning TV. And then oh. loosely based off that and then other um, fantasy, like just like embellishments because it's TV. I think it's creative though, Morning Wars. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mm-hmm. like that too. Okay. I mean, it kind of is. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, seriously. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So the morning show is... Um, not the first time that Anis, Jen, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon are sharing the small screen. Um, they uh, Reese Witherspoon actually played Jen's sister on Friends, so that's number one. So think about if it's a true. I know that's true. Okay, <laughs> and then the se- maybe maybe not. And then the second one is the show actually had a different showrunner. So the showrunner, which is. Um, the person's name is Carrie Aaron, was not the original showrunner. That I don't know. What's okay. the third one? Um, <laughs> uh, or is that it? Wait, those are both truths. Never mind, I'm bad at this. <laughs> uh, I was like, wait, and I was say which one is fake news? Yeah. I'm like, but I know the first I one's can't real. Even do this. Okay. <laughs> My face was like, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Scrap that. Okay. <laughs> and then the last one. Uh, Jennifer Aniston spent time with Savannah Guthrie to learn more about the role and how to correctly play Alex. And then uh, real-life news anchors, including Katie Couric, Robin Roberts, Jordan, George Stephanopoulos, and Meredith Vieira, helped. Um, they contributed to the script as well, talking to the cast so they could properly play their characters correctly. Which one is true and which one's a lie? Do you want me to repeat it? True is the second one. Um, okay, the one about the real life anchors. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Which one's the lie? Yeah. Or which one's true? Or I guess it doesn't matter. 
Why am I so bad at this game? I can help you that. So Meredith Vieira, George okay. Stephanopoulos. Yes. Uh, Do I think that they helped on the show? Yes. And then the other one is Jennifer Aniston spent time with Savannah Guthrie to properly play this character. I'm going to guess no on that one. Okay. I'm going to guess true on the, the anchors okay. sitting in on a meeting or whatever they did. That is correct. Um, Jennifer Aniston actually spent time with Diane Sawyer, who oh. um, was the, some of the inspiration behind her character. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's a little quick tip. Uh-huh. Okay, I like that. That mm-hmm. We actually learned a lot. I know. Yeah, right? that, was, <laughs> that, was that was a lot cool. of show background. All right. That I was, was fantastic. Like, I didn't know this. Okay, so that is our uh, special segment for you guys, and we'll bring that to you every week um, with some more juiciness, <laughs> stuff related to the show, probably not related to the show, but if it's real or fake, we got it for you, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's get into some predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Oof. Okay. I usually jump into the predictions too soon. I know. During the show. Um, but that we got a lot, okay? So this first mm-hmm. episode, we've seen a lot. Uh, so we can probably tell what's going to happen in episode two. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that next week. But um, what are you guys' predictions for episode two? I think Bradley's getting a job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. That's my one prediction. You think it's going to go that fast? Like, that fast? Do you think it's going to happen, like, that I, quick? I don't know if she's going to immediately replace yeah. Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think she's immediately getting a job. She doesn't have one. She needs a paycheck. True. Yeah. Okay. So I think if she goes to dinner with Corey or drinks with Corey, I think Corey's going to offer her something, and she's going to take it. Okay. Yeah, I love, okay, that's a good one. What you got? I think... <laughs> So, maybe not for episode two, but just down the line in the season. Yeah. I think instead of replacing Alex with Bradley, I think they're going to end up being co-hosts. I was thinking the same uh-huh. thing. And that's going to almost cause more friction, because now you have to deal with this girl who is now your equal, instead of her just not two, getting, getting the job at all. Two women at that. And mm-hmm. you know how women can be. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. My prediction, you guys took them all. Um <laughs> You know, my pre- What do you think is going to happen with Mitch? Are you in my brain? Yes. I was totally about to say something about Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I feel like Mitch is going to let this go. He doesn't seem like it. He's got a golf club and... Yeah. yeah. A bad attitude. I think he really believes... Like you said earlier, I'm going to be honest. I don't... It goes tick for tack. I wouldn't be surprised if it was, you know, agreeable. And, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised if he, you know, just used his upper hand position and took what he wanted. Yeah. But I do feel like he believes that he could fight it. Yep. Oh, he does. And I believe that he is going to fight it. So um, that's gonna be messy. Now, matter if he's gonna get anywhere with it, because right. I really feel like they're really painting the whole story behind Bradley's about to take over. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he really, obviously, get back into that role, but it's definitely gonna shake some stuff up. Because I just want to see what area is gonna shake, though. You know? Yeah. So that's my prediction. Yeah. Something with Mitch. Yeah. So if you guys have any predictions, please let us know what you guys think. It was the first episode. It was a lot of great stuff this episode. So just stay tuned for the drive and the journey. Okay. So until next week, I'm your host, Sierra Stafford. You can find me on my Instagram at Sierra Stafford TV. And Simone, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Simone A. Thomas on all social platforms. And you can find me at Bonnie R. Burke on Instagram. Yes. And then, like I said, Keith will be back with us next week. So till next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs>
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.